Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Grab your remote, your laptop, and those little trays that you can put on the bed, because we're talking about Breakfast in Bed, the episode of Grimm, and we're doing it with special guest Damian Puckler. All this and more tonight on After Buzz TV's Grimm After Show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey there, Grimsters! Welcome back. I just wanted to peek out the mic a little <laughs> bit to start us out. Thank you so much for joining us once again uh, on AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. We've got the entire panel and a special guest for tonight's show, so enough with me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T A U R I J A Y. Yell Teagle. I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. And I'm in the chat with you all. So say hello. And I'm going to let you introduce our special we guest. We have a special guest, everybody. It is Damien Puckler, who plays Meisner. Woo! I don't know if you've heard of this character. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard me talk you about this character. You definitely don't talk about him yeah. enough on yeah. this show. Damien Meisner Watch, Yay! 2017. He's right there. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me back. Is he there, though? Am I, I really here? I don't he's know here. if I can trust him. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust my eyes or any other... I trust my hands. <laughs> I don't trust your hands. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, let's start with the quote this yeah. week. Sleep is good. Death is better. But, of course, the best thing would to have never been born at all. That sounds like a Bond villain. <laughs> I want to hear Damien do it. You want to give it a shot? Sure, where is I it? I don't have it no. here. Yeah, come here. over there. I will... Put it in the chat. <laughs> yeah, make yeah, it giant. Right, or do that. Where is it? Where, where is, is it? it? Where is it? Oh. Here. Right there. Yeah. You didn't oh, see you. Oh, I got it. Bond. <laughs> Live on the air. <clears throat> Sleep is good. Death is better. But of course, the best thing would have never been born at all. <sighs> yeah. Now I need that back because all my notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was right to suggest that. <laughs> You're right, yeah, I'm you okay. okay. I'm okay. You, you right. got the baby. She's gonna disappear. And that's a quote from a uh, German poet Heinrich Heine. Oh, okay. Heinrich, uh, Heinrich Heine, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, I'm, I'll be. I'll get there eventually. Um, sure you will. Uh, but yeah, this episode focused on sleep because we basically got like the the boogeyman or the Sandman, but the, <laughs> the super Sandman. evil version. Well, it's a thing that comes and gets you at night. 
Um, I don't think that's what the Sandman does. Actually, this does. is the reverse of what the Sandman yeah. does. Yeah, I take it back. Yeah, you put I take it back. Sand in your eyes. Um, he makes <laughs> you sleep. You make you sleepy, right? Yeah, but this, he, is, he, this is the boogeyman, though. Mm-hmm. Come to attack you from, like, under the bed. Behind, there's a monster behind the bookcase. In this case, there was. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, we, it's the, the Alpa. Alp. Alp. The Alp. Oh, Alp. I had written it. I, that's a typo. <laughs> <laughs> the Alp. Uh, like the mountains. Yes. Yeah. With an E. I, it's the easiest one, and I still messed it up. <laughs> I know. That was great. Um, but yeah, um, uh, what did you guys think of uh, this week's episode with f- featuring the Alp uh, Vessen of the Week? Uh, well. I'll take it from here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I felt Sorry. like it really harkened, like it was, it was them going back to basics. It, it felt... Really reminiscent of an episode, or like a season one episode, where you have your your definitive red herring. You have <laughs> your uh, yeah. Hey, we'll, um, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, and you know, you have like your your select characters doing what they do. Like you know, it's grim and er, not grim, but uh, <laughs> Nick, it's Nick and Hank um, seeking out a specific vessel, kind of running down the leads and things like that. You get old time, old timey sassy woo. So, like, a lot of the elements of, like, the old uh, episodes were really in there. Which, yeah. Yeah. Which, really which is why I feel like Natalyn was so uh, irrelevant, the, like, love story. Claire didn't need to be there, and so she wasn't. Because, like, she wasn't part of the plot this week. I feel like nobody really noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a, that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> Don't come after me. They're going to kill Get them, guys. Um, yeah. People were... I, yeah, I like... like Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Their plotline is not going to. If their plotline is not going to move forward, we don't need to spend extra time yeah. on it. Yeah, right. Um, well, but like, okay, it's okay. It, if it's like, We're I'd done. rather I'd rather <laughs> just save that and then not have filler. Right, is, right. What, is what I mean. Damien's a big uh, Natalie fan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? All about that's it. shocking. Yeah. Because Adele Eisner fans right. are still very much like we're here too. <laughs> yeah, that never was concluded. The whole Adeline Meisner thing. Well, I, I have my theory on the whole thing. If you want to know my I theory, would love I do. To hear your yes, theory. please. Because you know they always ask whether Meisner was in love with uh, with uh, uh, Adeline, Adeline, right? I think Meisner saw something in Adeline that he saw in the love that he had lost. So to him, I'm not so sure whether he was in love with Adeline, but he saw some qualities in Adeline that mm. his that's uh, so cute. Gir- this girlfriend had, and he that's why he was so drawn to her. That's why she meant so much to him. I think he was still in love with that girl that he lost that we unfortunately never explored. But you know what I mean. Um, I, that's kind of what I, the choice I made as a as a, an actor and for Meisner. That was his big big thing that was kind of weighing down his heart. So and Adeline kind of resembled her in some ways. So that made it a big thing. 
It might not be Meisner. Okay. He'd probably even help Natalind come together because he would want her to be happy. Aww. Oh, God. He's a big wild so <laughs> He was too good. Too good to live. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but the best in the week story, like, the creature was interesting. I like the idea of a, of uh, it was it was different. Yeah. Like the, in terms of creature design and like uh, that it fed on melatonin. Yeah. And so had to like swallow your face. Um, <laughs> but it also I really liked the twist at the end because we we spent the whole time watching it being like. Is it is it Corey's dad or is it the old guy or is it the young guy? Never did we think it was the woman. And for yeah. those who don't know, that's Corey's dad from, from Boy Meets Boy World. Meets World. Yes. <laughs> they they lean into sort of the, the SVU like plot points, like where you know like yes. they just introduced the guy who did it. <laughs> right. Um like when the uh the, the the um uh what's the like maintenance guy, Eddie. Eddie, yeah. When he came out, I was like, Oh, it's Eddie. Because <laughs> they, they, they introduced him in the exact way that you introduced the character mm-hmm. who did it. Yeah. Um, the same thing like showing the old man there, but not really explaining why he's there. <laughs> yeah. Someone uh, needs to be taking care of that old man. Like, he's always in the hallway. Like, in my mind, he's just stuck in that hallway, and no one is bothered to put him in his room. He's going to have a spinoff. Yeah, right? The old man in the hallway. <laughs> the old man who was a literal red herring. Yes. Yes. On second viewing, I re- I, I noticed that his name was his name was Charles Herring Link. No, it wasn't. It was. Where did it say that? It said it when they showed his like profile. They were like, "Oh yeah, well, that old man Charles Link, middle name Herring." And I was like, "You sons of bees!" <laughs> I, I didn't know. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like the stories. Paying attention. And you could hear the writers cackling through him cackling at uh-huh. the end. They're like, <laughs> what, uh, "Zach, what kind of vessel was he?" Um, it was oh, unnamed officially. <laughs> Uh, like, so? so I so because I had it easy this week with Alp, I figured I would go a little. I would come up with one for whatever this red herring was. So I went to Google Translate and I typed in "red herring" into German. Okay, what'd you get? Um, well, it didn't just. It, it, Google is scary powerful because it didn't just like give me like Rotaring, which uh, is my terrible way of pronouncing like so, what would oh, be. Oh, that's what you got? What no, it? that wasn't what I got. Oh. It was just like red herring. Yeah. As in like, if it Say didn't it again? do that. No. Because uh, <laughs> no, that's the not the best. It's even worse. Uh, I know. Oh, it's terrible. I have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> but I guess it, it found the like the definition translation for the term red herring. Oh, boy. Which was? Ablenkungsmanover. <laughs> Okay, now, see, this is the thing. Red herring it could be a red, as in like a rota herring, as in a fish, the red fish. Yeah, and that's what it didn't translate yeah. for. Mm. But this is actually a, a military maneuver that it translated. It, it's called a, a military maneuver to actually distract the the op- opposite side. Yeah. So uh, Kung's maneuver. It's actually kind of co- cool. That's why when I, I was like, that seems very uh, yeah. complicated for red fish. <laughs> yeah. So I changed it back and it was like, oh, I get it because it's But hiding. is that what you called it then? Is that is that the name? I that, like yeah, it. that I just took that word. Uplankung's <laughs> maneuver. Cool. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, when you fine. hear it, it, it yeah. yes. Uh, Blankens <laughs> maneuver sounds exactly like a hair. Yeah, yeah right, totally. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least the maneuver part. 
Because the okay, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, let's swiftly move on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are having trouble watching. So unofficially this live. named the Ablinkings maneuver. People are having trouble closer? watching it live, and um, it seems that they think Damien has officially melted the servers. Oh well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty hot. I know. Uh, that's uh, why I felt like it needed to be read out loud. For anyone who's uh, who's having trouble, um, try refreshing they or closing your browser. and use yeah. different browsers. Okay. Sorry, guys. Let me just step outside and maybe... No. <laughs> no. No. But uh, you can keep uh, uh, putting messages in the chat. We'll keep up with you as much as yeah. we can. And then it'll be available after the show yeah. for your viewing yep. pleasure. Yes. But just uh, since you were talking about German real quick, because uh, uh, Yale was... Uh, uh, learning some German the other day. She was kind of telling me on Instagram. So yeah. you learned some stuff on German. I did, yeah. I learned how what? to say, Was ist das? <laughs> That's not what you learned. But anyway, okay, good. <laughs> That's what I learned. What did you learn, Yell? <laughs> Nothing appropriate for the show. <laughs> <laughs> there are kids watching. I hope not. Yeah. That's um, why so I didn't yeah, say it. So the, as we got to it, like, the twist was really cool. Because you're right. It did. They did successfully trick me. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't see that coming. Um, but it worked. It wasn't unbelievable. Yeah. That, like, I like they were hit, like, had all these passageways. I was like a maze through there. But it makes sense. She's owned this building for forever. Uh, theoretically, like, her whole family has just, like, built this hotel, like, mm-hmm. to use like this. Yeah. Um, she just got greedy with this one dude. Um, <laughs> what happened yeah um there were some things at the end that like i had some issues with just nick's behavior threw me off Mm -hmm. um and i don't know if it's something that we're going to address as we go forward that maybe he's just going a little over the edge probably not but um (laughs) the hoonjager that he encountered Corey's dad Corey's dad um like granted like he attacked him but that was all he had done was like attack, like fight back when getting chased by the Grim. Mm-hmm. So and then Nick killed him, snapped his neck. Yes, seems an extreme response. Sort of. I was thinking about it because, like, yes, on first viewing, I was like, "Wow, that seems like a real, real intense thing." But he was also like, he was kicking their butts first of all, and second <laughs> of all, like they were definitely like he knew about the the tunnel, so he had to have been in league with the outfit. So mm. he was an accessory. Well, but but the other part of it is that accessory to what? Because they hadn't technically killed anyone to driving people crazy. Yeah, like that's it's it's almost the equivalent of like dosing someone with uh, like LSD. You know. All right. So like nice. since, yeah. To, like that, to that same point, there was a beat when he finally does encounter the Alp woman. Um, where he's almost just like, you're an Alp, so you're going to be stopped. We're going to blame you for the crimes of somebody else that's the same species as you. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, Nick. Because, like, Monroe is like, this is for Aunt Ada. I'm like, this uh. isn't the Alp that did that. <laughs> like, you can't blame her for that. She still because like you can oh totally you yeah, can. yeah yeah like we walk that line <laughs> with like these they're are like, monsters but they <laughs> they're monsters but they're also people so mm. we can't just treat them like monsters when we want to right just because they're a scary type of, of vessen vessen rights yes and no <laughs> vessen rights um, oh. I mean she yes and no like you you, you can't blame her for uh, aunt the the aunt but like she was definitely. Uh, guilty. I mean, she, like, 
there's a it's, it's been in, in shows a lot recently, but like the the old murder hotel. Um, yeah, where, apparently this episode was inspired by that as well. Right, like, and it, it's it's basically the same thing, except instead of murdering them, you're driving them to to essentially kill themselves or something else. You know, so like, she she was definitely a party to something worse than probably what what the Alpha that attacked uh, Monroe's aunt was. You know, I'm sure that because it sounds like it's a it, it's a survival instinct to take sleep, but to whole, make a whole system around it for, like, stealing vagrant sleep seems pretty sinister. Yeah. Um, it's also just, like, it's the unfortunate, like, they have to do it to survive right. kind of thing, which is the, is the struggle of most of these vests, is, like, the only way they can live is to torture people. So what do you do when you're, like, we had the guy a few weeks ago who I found, like, um, who could see, in like, into the future, and it's like, he is burdened with this because of his, like, Vessen abilities. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do with that? Um, like, it's more of a, like, a power that is more of a curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Type of story. Do you guys think that uh, if if the Vessen Council was still around, this would be something that they would manage? Like, the because the, there are a lot of Vessen that have very, I guess, self-detrimental abilities and so, like, would that be a responsibility of the council to be like, all right, cool, well, you know, you require people to sleep, so we'll provide you a rotating group of people to feed off of so that you don't hurt the general populace and keep Vessen uh, underground or something that's, to that effect? That's sort of, like, the other reason that I am sort of more on her side at the end is I think that's what the hotel is sort of set up for. It's like, the, we're not, they're not going to, like, prey on, like, one person, like, that's nearby. It's a hotel, so in, inevitably they're transient people. It just happened to be that the, the hotel went down, it, like, fell out of, like, popularity and business to where it was being used as more of regular housing. Mm-hmm. So there weren't as many new people coming in. Right. Um, but it, I think that was the, that's the idea. It was the intention of, like, they only have to do it one time to these people, so they won't drive them insane. They just okay. they can feed them, and then, they, then the person moves on, goes home, and they never come back. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Interesting theories, both of you. <laughs> so it's a housing problem, really. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the one guy who tried to help, who did not end well for him. Sorry. You look frustrated. I, I'm mostly... <laughs> I have my reasons, but, like, my main issue is, this is probably, like, he was probably, like, the most humanitarian character we've ever met <laughs> yeah. on this show. Like, when he came up to Danny, uh, he was also already talking to a homeless guy, probably trying to help him out, and he, like, works for a shelter, and then he gets murdered for no reason, which made me really sad. Yep. Um, <sighs> yep. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. It was sad. Did anyone else think for a moment that he was, like, Billy Bob Thornton's kid? No. <laughs> what? no. He looks like Billy no, Bob Thornton. We're moving on. No. <laughs> like, Am I the only like, one? Like Chat. Back like me up. Blade. Kid. <laughs> Are you talking know. about Danny? Yeah. Or yeah. He thinks the... Danny looked like Billy Bob Thornton's kid. Uh, uh, sure. He looks sure. like uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Sure. That's all I could think while he was up there. Yeah. All right. All right. Sounds great. Somebody yeah. chat. <laughs> yeah. The chat is not watching live. Oh. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's, let's move on because we still have to talk about uh, Meisner and Renard, and we have to talk about the constellation uh, symbols. Yeah. Uh, so let's start there. That way we can close out with Meisner uh, and talk to Damien more about ghost stuff. Um, so we finally know what the symbols are. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could have sworn it was called. Yeah. I, 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 I uh, don't want to toot my own horn or anything. But <laughs> well, you're going I, to. Uh, I think I may have said that the first time we had seen the symbol. Yeah. That it was a star map, guys. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I am might be a little amazing. They probably got the idea from you. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, they didn't Let's shoot the entire scene. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think the chair is rising slowly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? I think they see a red dot just like floating. <laughs> um, but yeah, but so they start. They find the, they find the, the symbol for the constellation Pleiades, um, and then they basically it. We, it's a Vesson version of the Mayan calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, conspiracy from four years, five years ago. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, now we just now we're waiting on well, for go. March twenty fourth. Yeah, which yeah. is episode twelve, mm-hmm. not thirteen. No. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So it, oh, so it's the second to last episode, yeah. not the finale. Somebody wrote each of the episode numbers down in her calendar and was like, "That's episode twelve. I got this." <laughs> um, that's cool though, because that means that whatever this is, this is like the thing that has been we've been building up to. Mm-hmm. So like, my my immediate <laughs> just got a prediction. My immediate reaction to that. Is like so has all the was all this faded? Was Nick finding the stick and everything like true like predestined to be based on like he had to find it, he had to free these things. Um or coincidence. Never. <laughs> um But my my I got it. Please. Oh, I got it. Okay. She's, she's got it. On March twenty fourth, right? March twenty fourth? Yes. <clears throat> Meisner will return. <laughs> yeah? It's an ancient prophecy. <laughs> yep. Buried underground by the seven Templar Grims. <laughs> yes. To foretell the return of Meisner. Yep. And you're welcome. Oh, sweet. <laughs> it's like, Man. I don't know why, but he's going to return but at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Tara, what are you thinking? Like, uh, Other than the fact that, other than you're called it, what are, you, what, well, what are your thoughts on this? As someone who is an expert, no. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's really interesting. I, I think that, like, I, I they they spent a lot of time being like, how did all these different civilizations come together? But it's like you could imagine that all the Grimms came together from the different places and like made this map. But like my question about it, uh, and it's not like a theory, not like a prediction, but like I, I you have to wonder if the the map itself was created by the Grimms or if the 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 cloth is just a medium to see it. Um, and it's more of a map that was created by the, like, the underworld. Oh. Um, hmm. So, like, that, that to me is, like, the big defining thing is, like, you asking if it was fate or not um, kind of leads me to believe that it is, it wasn't fate, it was just they happened to find it, but something in the course of the, the show that we've been watching set off um, a kind of a, a, a what is it? What am I thinking? It set off um, a a series of events that will lead to whatever this is counting down to. Okay, I like it. Um, either way, it's going to count down to our second to last episode. Um, which like that means like it's whatever the event is is going to happen, and then we're still going to have one more episode to wrap things up with. Yeah. Uh, Lydia in the chat says hashtag it's magic, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she is correct. 
Fair enough. Magic bitch. <laughs> yeah. Noted. Um, let's uh, let's move on to the, uh, the the other part of the episode, which was Meisner. Uh, but at, like at this point, like seemingly proof that Meisner is real Bye. in one way or another. In that, like he saw, he he was able to pass along information. That Renard did not already have. He also was able to kind of interact with the guys, right? Because he blurred their vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and previously, he was touched by Renard. Yes, <laughs> but that could be like it could have been just like the brain tricking you into thinking that you're touching something that's not there. <laughs> I don't know what could, you're talking could, about. <laughs> because you know that you can touch a ghost. I'm that you can. Well, was I don't he know. A I'm ghost? asking you. I'm saying the brain might be able to trick you into thinking that you're touching it, even when your hand is just, like, feeling But how do you air. know you can't touch a ghost in real life? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's a good I'm, point. I'm just, I'm just it's saying. true. It's like this well, specific what the, spell. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, who's what to room? say that, that uh, grim, world, grim Universe ghosts can't corporealize? It's true. Wow. <laughs> I gotta look up that word. <laughs> well, so the question the chat's asking is: Was Meisner a ghost, a spirit? My theory: He's an angel. Aww. <laughs> Somehow, I'm not surprised. What was he? Like you're asking me? Yeah. <laughs> you can't well, ask I don't him. know. I think it's we not can, like though. we can. Yeah, it's not like we know. <laughs> I, do- <laughs> <laughs> what can you tell us? Well, he, well, this this is the deal. I, the the thing is, is that Meisner. Meisner was killed at the end of episode five, uh, season. Five. I remember he, he he was killed, and uh, he uh, kind of was stuck in somewhat purgatory. He's stuck in the in the in between heaven and earth because that's me interpreting it like being like making my choice as an actor. That's for, like for when, you, when you got yeah. these pages yeah, what exactly. you were thinking. Um, he, he came back as somewhat I saw him as an angel too. Yes! As an angel, <laughs> ghost, whatever you want to call angel. it. I, more an angel than anything else. Angel ghost. Because he knew that he had to actually, he, you know, it, it, he, he was always on the good side and he actually, he, Sean Renard is his friend or was his friend. And he did kind of shoot him in the end out of mercy. But on the other hand, he did kill him. And like he says, you know, <laughs> you actually did kill me. That's kind of how you, you started this whole thing. Yeah. But so he, he he made it his, uh, it was his choice to come back to make sure that Sean Renard was actually going to end up on the right side. And to do that, he had to kind of torture him a little bit. He had to like kind of really kind of tweak him and really kind of. And once he achieved that, I do believe that he has gone and moved on into whatever you want to call it, heaven, hell, or whatever, wherever he's going, I think he would be going to heaven, but you know what I mean. So <laughs> Interesting, because he does point out that he brought life into this world, which was new to him because he's used to taking it out. Mm-hmm. True, exactly. Well, he was a mercenary. That's kind of how he started. I mean, he. Right. I, I do think that he started as a, a pretty tough, bad, badass, bad guy. I agree. And then he kind of started getting a bit of a conscience. And that probably had to do with that love that he had at one point or another, mm. but we never explored that. Oh. But anyway. <laughs> Look, this but. is an angle that I think that the grim comic books <laughs> can go into. We need <laughs> canon comic books, Grim, NBC. The comics right now are completely non-canon. Right. Okay. Very weird. Well, right. the chat is loving your interpretation. Yeah. There you go. I just think you know, Meisner would definitely end up being like an archangel, like an angel coming back and making sure things are all right. Because that's all he's ever done. 
he always tried to make sure things are all right. So whether he's dead or not, doesn't matter. Mizan's going to come back and make sure things are okay. That's what I feel. So there you go. Nice. I like it. I like that. I, I like that though. That like the whole point was to get Sean, Sean, who's a character we've seen wane between good and bad yeah. so often throughout this show. Usually not for like bad reasons or anything. He's just he's been dealt like shit cards at certain points. Um, and he's really selfish. I was yeah. gonna say that's a great excuse. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, no. I'm, I refer more to his family than anything else. But like some of it's just. Don't be a dick, Sean. Uh, so hard being royal. I know. Life is so hard being wealthy. Please, Captain. Everything <laughs> handed to me, including the mayorship. So hard. Well, that wasn't because he was royal. Yeah, but his life wasn't that hard. The, the, the cards he was, he was dealt. He was cast out by his father and, like, the fuck, king. Like, yeah, he was, and told, like, you have to live across the world. In uh, Portland, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, we never got, we and never established how they suits. wound up in great Portland. Suits. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, like his his upbringing doesn't sound too too great. Yeah. At this point, he's made a life for himself. But I always got the sense that he like scraped and clawed and fought to get where he was, like yeah. as police captain. I don't think he got that handed to him. Right. And life is really hard when you're tall and handsome. Like I don't know if you guys know, <laughs> this, but like it's really hard. Uh, people just well, you don't... get all the brain damage from hitting did, your head on. Did, did you Google, Google that or? Uh, oh, 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 I guess, I guess it, like it, it, I, I think it is Miser because we were talking about like whether it was or wasn't, or was it projection to guilt him by a demon or something? Like yeah. we had all kinds of theories. You but... had all kinds of theories. <laughs> no, it's it's Meisner for <laughs> yeah. sure. He's an angel. I, 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 to, I, to, I totally, I totally. To me, it's Meisner for sure. It's not not his uh, his imagination, and it's not just a demon or anything else. It's actually Meisner coming back, and because uh, that's that's the whole point at the very end. Because he actually, like, he actually helps him in the end, right? He actually helps him mm-hmm. to not get killed by those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he's st- everything he does, he always has a point to it. Like you know, you know, it's a terrible thing to lose your mind, and you, you're trying to get away. You can't get away this way. You have to deal. You have to deal with it. He he pretty much puts him, you know, right in front of it and says, "You have to deal with it." And then when he actually deals with it and he actually chooses the right side, so to speak, you know, Meisner's like, hey, cool, all right, go, gonna move on. All right, here comes my spinoff. Just kidding. <laughs> he at least chooses to not side with Black Claw. Even if he's not going to fight for the good guys, right. he's not going to fight for the bad guys anymore. Yeah. Um, which is good to see Black Claw, like, mentioned. <laughs> yes. Um, but also, like, people coming back because it was this major international group, not just a Portland chapter. Right. Um... But so they're, I mean, the, and also the fact that like, they're not happy. Uh, and they're like very suspicious of all these details. Like, you were there when he was killed. The Grim killed him. I don't know about all that. I'm glad they figured it out, yeah. kind of. Because yeah, otherwise kinda. it was like, duh. Like, he was the leader of your group. You're not wondering what happened to him. He disappeared or was killed. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you think that Black Claw is going to send more people after him at this point? They have to, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's ba- essentially a deserter. Um, and you would imagine that they want to retake Portland at some point. Uh, unless they're like, man, Portland, 
too weird, too too hostile. <laughs> let's 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 leave that place alone. That'll be the last place we conquer. Yeah. Oh, theory. <laughs> okay. Um, side note. I would totally watch a spinoff of just Renard and Meisner, like, ghost buddies fighting crime. Uh, that'd be so Arch- good. Archangel Meisner and Renard coming to haunt you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Wouldn't mind that at all. Um, all right. Uh, let's just do some... Uh, we'll go into it early, and then we'll have more time to talk to Damien about what, he, what he's up to, and uh, we'll just spend a whole ton of time in... Predictions. Oh. I know, I hit it really early. The engineers are not prepared. There it is. (laughs) Because I just, I'm going to theorize for a while. Um, (laughs) Well, let me say this before Zach opens his mouth, because it's real fun for me to talk. So I predict that Meisner, who has now gone off to um, be an angel is reunited with Yell. I mean, his love. That's where he is. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Very nice. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's her name? Yell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my theory, like, thinking about all these things playing together. So, Black Claw's back. Um, Sean is theoretically on our side. Uh, this calendar is pointing to a major event on March 24th. This is going back to something I had predicted, I don't remember, a few weeks ago or Grim something. Grim Origins? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I still want that. I don't think we're going to get it. I don't think you're going to get it either. Um, maybe we'll get like some lines to help explain it in this no. whole sequence. But my thought is, so we know there's an, this major event coming on March 24th. Uh what if the event is because the planets line up this way, Vesson become revealed to Everyone. the world, to care sites and Vesson? Like everybody can see people for who they truly are. Um, that would effectively get Black Claw, like what Black Claws wanted all of this time for Vesson to be outed. Um, to which I still feel like just go on the news, uh, first step. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just get a bunch of Hoondiegers, a couple Fuchsbow, maybe even get an Alp, because like people are gonna be like, "Whoa, what? Was that Zemogorgon?" Well, definitely have to, we definitely would have to have an Uplink maneuver in there. Though, right? <laughs> yeah. Just so people were like, "That seems like a fishy uh, story." <laughs> um, get out of here! Just leave. What a great pun. Um, <laughs> But I th- but like that could be a and that, to me to me that's a very interesting way to like end the series with a very open ending that I wouldn't mind is like introducing this world to Vesin and then people are gonna have to just live right. with it like they're just gonna have to like Vesin no longer would have to live in the shadows like this like yeah. you wouldn't have people with murder hotels mm. you have people coming up with ways to get melatonin to help feed an alp so that they cannot like be murdering people or driving them insane. Right. I'm or, gonna predict the opposite. Yeah. That on this date all Vesson become human. Mmm. Ah. Interesting. What were you gonna say? Um, I was going uh, to say Or all humans become Vessin. <laughs> Way to talk over Sorry. Tommy. 
I have no predictions. <laughs> Damien, what do you think? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, I only have a prediction for next episode. Oh, we're not even okay. there yet. Yeah, oh, uh, that's oh. a whole other thing. Yes, if we're, if we're talking about season-wide... What's happening um, on the date? On, the... on that date. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that that will be the day that uh, Diana is fully awakened. And they have to make a decision to either, you know, axe her or not. She's essentially going to be the epitome of a god on Earth. Um, mm. And it will be a, a day to remember. Her and hair is going to get even blonder and go straight up into <laughs> yes, spikes. Yes, her eyes are going to turn bluer. <laughs> um, and she'll bring back Meisner because she wanted to see him again. She did want to see him She again. did. Yes. And I don't think that that is good. Like, that seems like something that's not going to go away. That, like, desire. Because it yeah. was so specific, um, and death seems like not an obstacle for Diana. Yeah, like eh. nor, nor for Meisner, who yeah. we established yeah. last season was human. Yeah, and so he's still a dead human. Yeah, people right. were asking us on Twitter if we thought uh, he was going to be revealed to be something else. Like the show established him to this point that he's human. Right. Um, they've been pretty secure on that. He's just that badass of a human. <laughs> <laughs> because humans are badass. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, occasionally. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you uh, put me into a circumstance where I'm fighting a Hunye, I'm going to lose. <laughs> oh, Hunye, they're so cute. I would just thought like a big kitty. <laughs> no, they're canines. Whatever, they're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, but but yeah. Um, so let's talk about next week's episode because whoa, that preview. Um, oh, so so uh, if you don't watch the previews, like this is where we're going to talk about the preview. Yes. Um, they it starts at started out with a like how far they've come. Like look at how like long ago, and there's like the shot of Nick from season one. It's like look at how much of a baby he is compared <laughs> to now. Um. But then it there's it's like they, so what's gonna cause this and then they're it's infighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Rosalie looking like oh my god what's happening. We see uh, Juliet slash Eve Julie Vet Eve. Uh, Eve. Uh, well, we're, we'll get to that. Eve fighting <laughs> uh, Adeline. Yeah, and we see Nick fighting. Monroe in Bluebot form. Yeah. Um, and then. And then. Well, and then what do we see? Oh, that's <laughs> right. Blah, 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 blah. I was is focused that, on. Is that, that how you do it? Yes. That's how. That's how kissing works, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about all the fighting, and then yeah, and then there's. Uh, so Julie Vet says to Nick, "It's always been you," or it was something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't have the exact wording written down, but and then Julie Vet and Nick. Well, no, she kisses yes. him. Yes, he does not look pleased. He's very confused, <laughs> which is hilarious because you know who they are in real life. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're actually together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, there are so, predictions in the chat. So I'm sure that chat and all of the Natalinders are going apeshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Kendall in the chat says they have no control over themselves. Uh, they will still prevail. Gamer Girl says it's either a spell or Nick is having a hypnotic induced nightmare. Is that you, Sarah? Sorry. 
unacceptable. That's that's the pre- that's the chat prediction. Ah, oh, my bad, my bad. Um, yeah, so they think I'm with them. I don't think it's real. Yeah, I think it's a projection from the stick into Nick's mind of an alternate uh, reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, it, it's either a what could have been or what could be. Uh, I think that their memories are going to be uh, affected for this episode. Um, and they're basically going to revert back to their pre-season one like memory, um, where Nick didn't know uh, what Grimm's were or what Vesson were. So seeing a blue bot would freak him out. Um, Adeline was Adeline hated everybody mm. um, and then I and then Juliet's also just like what is happening but then she has powers because if it's just memory she would still be a hexen beast um, so I think we're just gonna they're gonna like not know who each other are and basically reset to season one yeah for at least a week I think that the writers are like, we don't like Natalyn, so we're gonna retcon it out. And then, no, just kidding, don't send me hate. Yeah. Send it all to, to, to Zach. Damien, <laughs> do you have any predictions? Are you so? Are you Natalyn or are you for Juliet? Well, you're for Natalyn. Uh, yeah, everyone loves uh, the Natalyn. Who, who, who's voting for whom here? I am Put currently. I am currently Zach, uh, pro. Who do you want? <laughs> I am pro Natalind, but uh, they are testing my Natalind faith because I want her to go back to being a strong, uh, independent, independent woman. woman, despite being in a relationship. <laughs> yep. No, but but that's but that's what I want. And yeah. if if being in a relationship with Nick is going to prevent her from truly being herself, then. I don't want it. Wow, it feels like we're on Oprah right now, but okay. Uh, Lori in the chat says that maybe Diana wants Nick away from Adeline because she wants her parents together and is influencing Juliet. I like that prediction. I personally think Eve, first of all, is a strong, independent woman who doesn't need a man. (laughs) Especially because she would be great with trouble. Yeah. So I'm a fan of Eve and trouble getting together. On the evil, evil. stop, evil, stop evil, evil. trouble. <laughs> no, I was trying to come up with a ship <laughs> sure name. Sure, you were. <laughs> evil. Yeah. Stop evil? judging their relationship. <laughs> evil. I'm judging in a very positive evil. way. Trust me. Where was I? <laughs> um, I think we we got to talk about Damien. Yes. Because, um, yes. Damon, you have a movie coming out. Yes, well, there's a movie coming out in, like uh, early spring. It's called Scramble. You can look at it at scramblemovie.com. Not Scramble the movie, but scramblemovie.com. Hmm. And it's an independent film. It's, uh, it's crazy. It's awesome. It's really, it's really cool, actually. So it's, like, it's like, kind of like uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels meets uh, Natural Born Killers. Wow! It's, uh, nice. A lot of uh, a lot of craziness. It's actually a lot of fun. So, and I will be posting stuff when it actually comes. Like, I don't know exactly dates yet. That's just we just had like press conference, uh, press screenings, and everything. So, yes, that's awesome. Go. Sweet. Scramble. Not you... the eggs, but the film. <laughs> <laughs> do you get to kick butt in it? Yes, I do. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. How could he not? I know. <laughs> I just had to make sure everyone knew. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we'll be there. And I have my first ever sex scene with a playmate in it, which pretty much scared the 
out of me. <laughs> that, was, that was nerve-wracking. I, I gotta see this yes. movie. Yeah. <laughs> was, uh, uh, you definitely just sold three tickets. <laughs> uh, just for Yell. Yeah, I was like, who am I going with? Yeah. Yell's gonna be seeing it three times. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright, well, I think that's gonna uh, do it for the after show. Um, unless anybody else has any other points from this week or predictions. Nah. All right. Red hair. I have thoughts, but I'm keeping them to myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to do it for the Grim After Show at AfterBuzz TV. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you, Damien. Thank you guys for joining us. Awesome. Uh, awesome one more time, where can people find you on social media? Just Damien Puckler, just the name, on Facebook and on Instagram. There's also a Twitter. It's run by a fan of mine, Alex, who's awesome. Banzai, by the way, Alex. And uh, to all my fans, Banzai. So, um, yeah, Damien Puckler. Instagram, Facebook. And a reminder, uh, when can they see the scramble? That's coming out in spring. I don't in know the, the dates yet, but oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep posting. Keep that. an eye on yeah, Twitter and Facebook and IMDb for more <laughs> information. And Alex will make sure you know on Twitter yes. oh, yeah. and on the unofficial Facebook page. Yes. Because she is on top of it. That's right, yeah. Uh, Yell Teagle, where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I have a podcast. It's called Intimate Interrogations. It is free on iTunes and Stitcher. Sometimes it is filthy and sometimes it is not. <laughs> And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Yeah. No, I'm just helping you. <laughs> uh, and you, hey guys, Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. Uh, be uh, uh, sure to check out my other show that I do on our sister network, the Popcorn Talk, Sci-Fi Weekly, where we talk about all kinds of ridiculous science fiction. Uh, this week we took a look at Event Horizon and asked if it still held up 20 years later. Uh it's ridiculous. Uh, so join us there. Uh, thank you once again for everybody for joining us for the Graham After Show. Thanks for geeking out Thanks with us. Thanks for geeking out Thanks with us. Thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 